Welcome to the second episode of Go Bayside, the Saved by the Bell podcast where I, April Richardson, invite a guest over to my apartment and we watch an episode of Saved by the Bell and then immediately dissect it for you. And this is the second episode and I am trying to go in order of the DVDs, which I will actually say, well, first of all, my guest, my guest today is stand-up comedian, founder and overlord of the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. TV writer, all-around cool dude, Andy Wood. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm honored to be on the second episode. This is a big thrill. Oh, yeah. Also, you know, he's an ex-boyfriend who still answers the phone when I call. So it makes it easy, right? Um, okay, so this... I, I am going to go in order of the DVDs, although interestingly, I will say, after I've watched these DVD box sets like a million times, and they actually aren't in order in the way like once you get to where they have a summer job there are episodes where it'll be like two episodes that they're at their summer job then an episode that they're back at school then back to the summer job which isn't how they would have aired them it's just yeah it must not have been but I'm, I'm gonna go in so yeah this is number two this is an episode called the lisa card and the original air date was august 28th 1989 and as i feel like it's going to be the tradition because the guest takes notes I'm going to let you go ahead and summarize what we just saw. All right. So this episode starts with Zach addressing the camera, uh, saying that everyone just got the report cards, which is strange for the second episode of a I mean, show sure. about uh, about a kid, kids in school. Well, we don't know. We don't know where it started off in this okay, semester. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. So everyone gets report cards and everyone's hanging out at the max and uh, everyone files in behind Zach and he explains what they got in their report cards and what gifts they got. So uh, what's Elizabeth Burke? Jesse Spano got straight A's. So she got, um, she got, what did she get? I don't Ice cream or something? No, Lisa? Kelly got ice cream. Kelly got ice cream. That was the thing. Was, they were like, Kelly's parents got her an ice cream cone and they're 14. They're not four. <laughs> so yeah, she got school. an ice cream cone um, for her good report card. And then, uh, Lisa evidently did well enough that her dad just gave her the credit card and said, go to the mall, go crazy. He did, he did not he say, say go, go crazy, crazy okay. but he gave her the credit, gave her the card. credit card. Yeah. Okay. And was like, go buy yourself something nice at the mall, which I, what I remember watching this when I was a kid and always being fascinated by that because I didn't know anybody who did. I also, how do you use your parents' credit card without, how do you sign for it? Maybe it's just, I grew up with divorced parents. My parents have a different last name than I do. So this is a scenario that never would have happened because they never would have been like, oh, you're clearly the daughter of this person. Yeah, I never got to use my parents either. But I think there was a time, I think, yeah, in the, in the late 80s, it was probably still not that crazy. In a pre-9-11 world, exactly. you could use anyone's credit card without question. Yeah, I think it, there was some kind of understanding. I, I've heard stories about people with alcoholic parents getting to like buy booze for their parents in the car or something. Or right. Uh, oh wow. Okay. Okay. I yeah. So anyway, so for her report card, her dad gives her. So uh, he gets the she gets the ability to go use the credit card, and the kids are all eaten at the max. They don't. Lisa's not there. And they're waiting to see what she got at the mall. And then uh, what's the I guess oh, Max, the guy, the, Max at the, the magician who runs the diner. All, no, but also you setting it up is great because it is. it did make it sound as if yeah, everybody's there talking about their report cards, and they're like, Lisa's off buying her outfits, and every all of her friends are like, 
antis- eagerly anticipating her <laughs> clothes. Good... Which, who cares? Like, nobody... Yeah, so they're all like... The dudes, too. Like, I can't wait to see what she wears. Yeah, I didn't notice that. And also, yeah. they're setting up... I don't know if this is the first episode that set up the fact that, like, Jesse is a, a crazy feminazi and that Lisa and okay. Screech have a... Bite your tongue. <laughs> Bite your tongue. But, uh, so... Screech Jesse had, is a progressive she's liberal. A progressive woman of the late eighties. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Actually, it, well, this is the second ever episode of this incarnation. Like after Good Morning, Miss Bliss. So, I I don't know. You. I think in the first episode she probably does say a few things, but in this one in particular, that yeah, she says like babes, chicks, like don't call them that, foxes. Yeah, Foxy Mama. Yeah. So Screech Screech is not as progressive as Jesse would like him to be, and uh, Screech has. Oh no, I'm sorry. Slater is not as AC is not as progressive as Jesse would like. How to be. could you possibly get Slater and Screech I confused? Did. I just haven't watched it in a little while. Okay, so then uh, Actually, everyone's anticipating Lisa. We got to get through this, right? Okay, okay then Lisa pops out of I have uh, just so much to say. A tray that Max slides along. So this this magi- this guy he runs a diner. He's, he's also- a magician slash diner owner. Yeah. And sometimes, like, one can get in the way of the other, and no one seems to mind. So right. he wheels out this tray. Lisa pops out wearing like a. a Lime green um, ensemble ensemble with some big shoulder pads. It's like a a vet, like a jacket and a lime green jacket, lime green shorts, and yeah, he wheels out as if he's wheeling out their order, and she comes out of. She comes out. Yeah. By the way, I think this entire first season was sponsored by pleats. (laughs) Big big pleat was funding the big pleat industry. Yeah. So she pops out and she reveals uh, that she bought a lot of heavily pleated shorts. She's got a lot of stuff. And she lists off everything while Screech adds it all up at his calculator watch. It turns out she spent almost four hundred dollars on right. that credit card. Which, looking at the outfit, you're like, really? Because it's terrible. Like, <laughs> it's, it's all wow. there on screen. Yeah. So uh, she starts to get worried. Um, and you, I, at this point, I'm already wondering. Like, this is only the second episode of the season of this of the whole series, and it's already like a very unimportant like if this is going to be the conflict that's resolved it's like teaching high schoolers about the responsible use of credit is where this seems like it's going i, I think that that's a pretty solid message For the second episode ever this whole thing anyway. are they immediately supposed to jump to like drug addiction i don't understand what no, you're like, saying i'm saying it's just so specific and it's about this minor character and about her anyway so she spent a lot of money and she didn't really realize it was that much money and then uh, she starts to worry about what's going to happen when her dad finds out. And then we cut to a dream sequence. Oh, yeah. And the the dream. Oh, yeah. And it is, again, just with like the fuzzy pink screen. Like it's the cheapest FX ever. They had some dry ice smoke coming out of the closet. <laughs> so, yeah, but it is. It's it's like, what is my dad going to do? And then, yeah, it's a dream sequence where she tells her dad and her dad flips By out. the way, her dad, who is an affluent black doctor who wears a lot of sweaters... In no way at all ripping off any other thing that oh, was course. very popular of in course. the 1980s. Um, and I think he's played by Walter Payton. I'm not totally ah. sure. But uh, so, yeah. So in this dream sequence, he, she reveals that uh, she spent $400 on his credit card. And he flips out and calls her the worst daughter ever. Yeah. And she has a dream inside a dream where she dreams oh of herself. Oh, my God. Inception yeah, shit. <laughs> she dreams of herself as, That's the worst, right. as the worst daughter ever. 
And the picture of that is just, there's a lot of wigs in these first two well, episodes. Well, yeah, he says, you're the daughter, you're a father's worst nightmare. And then they cut to her and she's just a punk. She's like a Joan Jett type. Yeah, she's yeah. just wearing a leather jacket you know, and has like spiky hair. Father's worst nightmare. I, yeah, I'm like, wow, so me as a teenager is, is a father's worst nightmare. Not cool, say by the bell. Teased hair is the worst case scenario. Um, so then she, uh, has everybody over to her house because she's worried about this and what she, what's she going to do? How is she going to take care of this before her dad finds out? And, um, no one knows what to do, but luckily Zach has a shirt underneath his shirt that has a big Z on it. So he, but he's got a tear away button down shirt. He pops that open as a big Z. He's like, I'll take care of it. He's like, it's a, he said, this is a job for Zach, man. Why this don't you get it right? Zach, man. Don't misquote him, please. So he's always wearing another shirt underneath any given shirt. That he's has Zach, his, man. He's always case. prepared. Yeah. And then his, his first plan the next day at school is to, well, it's essentially a kissing booth. Well, it's it's he's he has but a bunch, it's a of, raffle, he's a bunch it's like of raffle, raffle tickets. tickets he's selling. You don't know what for. Yeah, and then we cut to a classroom uh, where there's this teacher who's teach. It's I guess it's like a biology zoology. It's an animal thing. I, yeah, I think it's just supposed to be just like science class, just generic science class. But she's like way too hung up on animal sex. Yeah, <laughs> like, like making animal sex noises and stuff. That's what the but whole the thing day is. is you sh- about. They yeah. show Zach selling dudes tickets, right? And so you're like, okay, ra- they're like raffle style tickets. But then in the middle of class, Lisa screams because a dude kisses her on the cheek. And then so that's what it is. Is he selling tickets to he's, kiss her? He's selling tickets to. But think of how he's selling tickets. To attempted sexual assault, he's yeah, selling okay. rape tickets because okay. it's not like she's doing a kissing booth, right? He is, she has no sold, knowledge yeah. of this. Let's really break this down. She has no knowledge of it, so you're correct. It's like total yeah. crazy sexual harassment, no consent. But there's also no need for tickets whatsoever. He's not calling anybody's number. He's not like number sixty nine. <laughs> Your turn. He's not calling any numbers, so tickets are unnecessary. Yeah. And also a waste of money. He had to go buy those tickets, so that's a waste of an investment. You're cutting your like cut your overhead there. Well, you gotta you gotta spend little to get a little. You gotta prime, <laughs> you gotta prime the prime the economic. Pump. But you just you don't gotta, need the tickets. That's and just then, called capital. That's called that's that's just a good right, investment. But it's unnecessary in, in this. And, and then also the dudes kissing her are all just kissing her on the cheek. So they're just getting. You can do that for free in the hallway if you want to be a creep. Like right. you're not getting anything for your money. They're not getting Frenched. They're yeah. not even getting any lip contact. It's just they run up, kiss her on the cheek, and run away. And that's what they paid the, for the privilege to do. So it's like she is... So Zach is ostensibly doing this to help her, to raise money for her, but didn't get her in on it enough to say, like, hey, is it cool if these guys come up and sexually assault you? Yeah, exactly. She's like, I'm going to take care of this. You're not going to know how, but suddenly you're going to be assaulted, and then I'm going to have a little whiteboard where I'm writing down the amount of money you're making. Right, so, so she He just turned her out. He just yeah. basically turned her out. <laughs> So Zach Man, so Zach Man's a pimp in every way, straight up pimp in every conceivable way. Yeah, his pimp game is strong. Yeah, because she turns to him like Zach, what the fuck? And he's just like holds up the board with the money on it, the uh, the figure on it. And she's like, okay, then I guess. And that makes it that would be okay, except I've seen enough documentaries about pimping to know you don't pay. <laughs> He the hose. You don't. Strong. You don't give him any of the money. You don't pay the hose. You don't. I've seen who is that? Uh, did was that documentary ball hosted by Ice T? Yes. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Bishop Don Magic Juan. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't give them any of the money. He takes yeah. care well, of. Well, this uh, clearly before this episode aired, Zach read Iceberg Slim's book. Right. Took some <laughs> notes. 
and applied it to his high school life. Okay, so and yeah. it's strange that it's all set to this oversexed teacher who's just getting really hot and have hot and bothered about like animal reproduction. Like she's, yeah, she's she's not the teacher trying to keep it civil and trying to be like, okay, guys, we have to talk about this. Let's be adults about it. She's the one furthering it along. Yeah, she is really talking about like animals humping. Okay, so and that's then, the first, ski- but that's the first plan though. That's the first plan okay. to make money is the ki- selling kisses yes. without Lisa's knowledge. But you're, you're almost forgetting about your favorite part of the episode when during this class, uh, Mr. Belding comes on over the PA. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. He comes on over the PA to, well, this is again, this is the gun on the mantle that's going to go off. <laughs> Because he comes in over the, on the PA to say, hey, everybody, just remember that there's a clothing drive coming up. So bring your clothes for the clothing drive to donate them free donations. Hmm, what does that have to do with anything that's happened so and far? And then announces also, by the way, we're about to have an earthquake drill. And then he does a spot on Elvis Presley <laughs> impression. He gets down on one knee holding the uh, PA mic and does like a. What does he do? Just go ahead and do it. No one's going to see it. He does like the windmill. What do you call that? I yeah, he do- he gets on one knee, does the whole Elvis thing, and he's like, hey, students, I'm the principal, I'm the boss, and I'm telling you this in a student, in a principal-y way, and then is like, yes, we have an earthquake drill, because there'll be a whole lot of shaking going on. You know, like a professional school employee would do. Right, right. And then they do the drill, and uh, this is the second, is this only the second time we've had some... Uh, <laughs> very high quality special effects in this episode. Oh yeah, where they fr- yeah because it's Screech cha- Screech of course Everyone bought like gets- five hundred kiss tickets. Right, everyone I mean, gets under the desk. Tickets to kiss tickets. Lisa. That sounds like you bought tickets to a kiss show. Five hundred like <laughs> tickets, tickets in yeah. order to get to kiss Lisa. So then during this earthquake drill, everyone's under their desks and there's just this ridiculous, uh, you know, like Keystone Cops, Benny Hill style jump cut thing where people are popping up from desk to desk. Yeah, it's Lisa and Screech popping up because he's like chasing her around the room. Yeah. So that happened. um, And then I guess the next scene is just the guys out in the hallway in that area where all the lockers are. Okay, this is what I really, this is actually, it's really great that you're on for this episode because prior to comedy, you have an electrical engineering background. (laughs) And this is what I wanted to talk to you about. You do. For those of you listening, Andy T. Wood went to an Ivy League university and he got a degree in electrical engineering. He's not a dumb dude. So that's why I'm glad you're here because, so after this happened, okay, Zach's number two plan is to sell Lisa's clothes. And this involves somehow rigging every locker in the entire school to be able to open at the touch of a button from a remote control. And I would like to know if you could give me some expert opinion on exactly how much work that would take, how much expertise. I mean, these are 14-year-old kids, and we're led to believe that Screech single-handedly wired this, like maneuvered this so... because. It is. At the touch of a button on a remote control, every locker opens, and in each locker are clothes. Lisa's clothes are hanging there. The bigger issue is that they rendered everyone's lockers useless because every locker is full of Lisa's clothes. Hi, everybody. This is April, speaking to you from Space Year 2023. That's right. I'm cutting in here to let you know that it has now been 10 years 10 years, a full calendar decade since I started this podcast, Go Bayside, and 
as you've probably noticed the entire time, it was very DIY. I was never on a network. There's never been any ads in any of the uh, episodes. And now that it's been 10 entire years that it's been out there in the ether on every possible podcast player for you to enjoy, I am taking the first 50 episodes and I am archiving them. So episodes 1 through 50 will now only be available on my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash April Richardson. If you go there, there are several tiers that I think are very reasonable. Um, the first being just to have access to all of the Go Bayside archive episodes. Um, the rest being to catch up on the new stuff that I'm making should you be interested in hearing me talk about other things that aren't Saved by the Bell related. So there you go. It's been 10 years, you guys. 10 years listening to me talk nonsense about this television show. And uh, now you can join me over at patreon.com slash April Richardson. Or if it's easier for you to remember, you can go to bearmins.com. That is B-A-R-E-M-I-N-S dot com. And you can find all of the old Go Bayside episodes there for you to enjoy. Play until your heart's content. Leave comments. See the photos on my old green couch. Um, join us there, please. And thank you so much for 10 years of supporting Go Bayside.